We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We got live baseball games to talk about. I'm excited about that. We'll be all at you here with the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. All coming up next. Happy Sunday evening, everybody. Welcome to the Worldwire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. I'm Scott Jenstead. Joined, as always, on Sunday nights by Jeff Erickson. If you could please rate and review the podcast if you enjoy listening to us, that would be uh, very much appreciated by everybody on our end. Uh, we got real games to talk about. It's uh, it's very exciting. We actually have a baseball season. We got the first, uh, Jeff, we got the first normal baseball season in a while here. We had uh, we had the like, first one, real one since like 2019. It was fun to like not worry about anything else. We got games going on, but uh, how are you? Uh, how are you tonight? I'm good. I get to talk about fab. I get to talk about games. No yeah. labor issues. It's beautiful. I can stop complaining about referees because, hey, umpires are fine. There's no problem there. We're good. Uh, no a, ump shows. Horrendously, horrendously ref game, game, by the way. Horrendous. But horrendous. Uh, apparently I'm new to college women's basketball because I guess that's a common problem. Uh, and, uh, yeah, moving on. Uh, but, yeah, you know what? It, it, it <laughs> I love, you know, and the thing is, it was horrendously refed in the first half, too. I think everybody was paying attention in the second half to really bad stuff. But, I mean, LSU got hosed a lot in the first half, too. So, I mean, I... I a game should not be determined by the fact that all the good players have two fouls and are sitting down for the entire second quarter of the game. It was so bad. It was ridiculous. Uh, and kudos to LSU. I mean, they were better the whole game, too. That's the, that's the shame, is it, that there was... The takeaway should have been, hey... This was an awesome game, and there's a lot of great players out there. And instead, we're we're talking about celebrations and refs. And yeah. they were, uh, I'd say, they were significantly better. Yeah, uh, they were. And yeah. here's here's my other take on the celebration. There, I'm done. I had no other take. Let's move <laughs> on. Now let's talk baseball. I agree fully. I don't want to go down that path either. So let's go. Let's talk to baseball. We got uh, we got games this weekend. We got the A's giving up uh, about a hundred runs over the weekend. So I think everything is kind of uh, as we anticipated. We've got. Uh, it's, it's, don't look at your after standards. Thursday where there was it was <laughs> Kyle Muller ace. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's 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 going to be as bad as uh, as we anticipated. But uh, how was that? How how was the weekend of baseball for you? Uh, you know, did you have a an okay start? I know we all we uh, it's one series. If it happened in July, nobody had noticed. I had to, I had some rough. Uh, I had some rough going early on, but again, it's one series. I don't really care that much, but uh, it was, uh, it's been, uh, it's been a rough time on the pitching side for me so far. Yeah. We got hounded uh, today in St. Louis badly. I have three main event teams. One's in first place and the other two have Chris Bassett. So the, you know, about the opposite 
start there. And of course, it's four days. So I right. even the pretty much yeah, pretty much impossible to have a nine earned run game and be be have a good standing after after three days. Oh that was uh, so. I guess my question is, you know, obviously, you know, who cares? Whatever. He got he got smoked. He got blown up. It was really bad. Um, are you worried past today? Is there any, are yeah. you concerned that? Uh, that maybe this is not a little blip and that uh, something wrong with, uh, with Chris Bass. Maybe he's going to, he's going to struggle a little bit. So, and I, and the problem was that I was doing the show when that game started and it wasn't one of the eight games on the grid channel. It was not for a while. I noticed that I was, so I was sort of spared, but knowing like exact velocity and I have to do a little bit of digging on that a little bit more, right. uh, but I saw his velocity was low. Uh, at least that was the first tweet I saw. Like he was topping out at 90 in the first inning and maybe he got up a little higher there later, but apparently not because he, you know, after, after avoiding the raindrops in the second inning, the damage started coming again. Uh, they left him in for all nine runs. I mean, that that's, that's going to leave a mark. That's going to really hurt. Yeah. I was talking to someone like, that's one of those, that's one of those ratio holes. You're in, you're in one now. It's going to take a couple weeks to get out. It's take a couple weeks of really good pitching, if not a little bit longer. Um, those do, uh, those do hurt and they linger for a while, especially early in the season. They really, really linger at that point, but they uh, do, they do. And, you know, I also on, on what, one of my two teams where I have them, I also have Manoa and Michaelis. So uh, just off to a roaring start on that team there. Uh, yeah, I have uh, I have Zach Wheeler on that team. So it was uh, a, a similar uh, when two of your four pitchers get absolutely smoked. It's uh, it's you have Sir Anthony too, don't you? Uh, I actually sat Sir Anthony this weekend, so oh, I was uh, I was man. fortunate there because he had the old uh, no innings pitch, three hundred runs outing that uh, you always love to see. I. Uh, I had enough starters that I wanted. To, I, I, you want you want to talk about a good move? I was talking a lot of bad moves. Uh, I used Seth Lugo instead of Sir Anthony. Was my final decision this weekend. You chose that was, uh, wisely. Yeah, because Seth Lugo was awesome today, and Sir Anthony was uh, was not. I'm looking at uh, looking at Bassett. Looks like most of the stuff is uh, 90, 91 uh, at least uh, in most of these innings here. So yeah, it's uh, that's not great. No, it's not. And so the the question then becomes, what do you do about it? Is it actionable? Like. What do you do in this next out? Do you, you rest him for an outing to see, like, okay, was that a blip? Uh, I mean, it, it, it's because it, sometimes you know the, the milk goes bad in a hurry and it stays yep. bad, um, and that, that that's not great. It's a start on the road against the Angels. Yep. You know, I'm uh, I'm I have to look at my all my options. I'm likely using it. He's my SP fourth draft in there. So if I uh, yeah. But but the other thing is like some of these uh, some of your six seven and eight guys this week have two starts because a lot of guys didn't you know didn't throw the first half of the week so you're gonna be throwing a lot of those back end guys. Um, when I looked, I usually I, I I like I'm actually old school so I actually print my like pictures for the week and who I'm picking up and all that. And uh, I didn't have I I've been automatic check mark next to people as I'm doing fab so I know how many pitchers I need. Uh, he did not get an automatic check mark. I think he had no. six of those. So he did he did not get a, like oh I'm throwing him this week. It was a um, I need to I need to think about whether I'm using them this week. So it was not a, it was not automatic for me. My guess would be I'll use them, but uh, I'm not I'm not sure. Which uh, which says a lot in in week two about my yeah. my tenth round pick. This might also be a Cardinals comment too, though. Let Let's they, think about they, the other thing. This is might, a long they lineup. Hit. They if Burleson's good and Gorman and uh, and Brandon Donovan are good, the suddenly that lineup is unbelievably stacked. Yeah. It is. It is. And by the way, and I think I think Alex Burl- Alex Burleson can flat out hit. I don't know if he's gonna get enough time uh, or playing time or how it's gonna work, but I think he can flat out hit. Yeah. Uh, they host the Braves. That could be a fun offensive series. Oh, that is a fun uh, series. I'm thinking maybe sitting Michaelis actually, but that's again, it's like SP five and yeah. he didn't he didn't look good either. No, he wasn't wasn't fooling anybody. Uh, 
so yeah, that, that, that is something we're going to have to watch. Uh, but you know, again, you got to have, you get these returns in and we got to remember it's one start and you just have that. I guess you have to dig into details and when you're doing Sunday fab and you're in 20 leagues, you don't have time uh, to do the details on every single player. God, I don't know how uh, billionaire Bob's going to handle all his fab this year. Uh, <laughs> That's a lot of pulls a list and farms it out. Um, I just, I just don't see it. We talk about who looked bad, but man, you know who looked good is the, the Tampa Bay Rays. The the Tigers are the Tigers are really bad, but yes. the Rays uh, Rays get three runs all weekend, and the Rays get the Nationals and the A's this week. You talk about a starting starting nine games: Detroit, Washington, Oakland. Like you gotta be you'd be shocked if they're not like seven and two after this week. Yeah, the Bill will come due at some point, you know, yeah. for their pitchers. But it looks like a good lineup, and it looks like, you know, obviously Jeffrey Springs was just mowing them down today. 12 Ks and six no-hit innings, just that walk. Uh, so good. Yeah. It's always a good sign. Good, the helium good wasn't enough. You don't, give, you don't give up a hit for your to, to your second start. Yeah, I mean, I guess there wasn't enough helium for Jeffrey Springs, as it turns out. Yeah, and he faces – he's home against the A's next weekend. And, oh, man, I talk about a talk about a spot you want to use, and that's uh, that's sweet right there. And Rasmussen, Drew Rasmussen hasn't pitched yet, but he gets at Nationals, home against Oakland this week. That's uh, – I don't know if you could drop a better two-step than that. Yeah, not to mention, too, uh, you know – yeah. So, yeah, you get that. Uh, Rasmussen gets the double dip. Josh Fleming, you know, gets one this week. At first, I thought it was going to be two, but – Plumbing, you know, then the, the week after he gets Boston and then at Toronto, not quite yeah. as good. Um, but yeah, that, that's all you know. I picked up Fleming in a place or two, but it looks like I'm getting one start for this week, and I'll use him for that. But yeah, the week after, pitch to contact guy against teams that make good hard contact, I think I'll pass on that. And then on top of that, just for a little more, uh, a little more fun, we had uh, the, the the night game tonight was like it was like the, it's a good thing it was a quick game because uh, you know they're all quick games, they're all now, quick but, games now. They're all quick games out, but about 40 minutes till the fab deadline, ninth inning door opens. Will Smith comes out of there, not Jose LeClerc and LeClerc. I don't think it pitched since Thursday. So it was not like a usage thing. Um, did you, uh, did you adjust your fab uh, on the fly there? I, I imagine a lot of people were slotting Will Smith in uh, maybe behind Pierce Johnson or ahead of Pierce Johnson, where it may be, but I imagine uh, a lot of bids got made uh, changed and made in the last half hour here. Indeed. I did my friend. Um, it was only available in one of my three mains. Uh, and I did not get him. We lost sixty-seven to fifty-nine, so that was kind of hurtful. Uh, were Leclerc, you uh, were you higher on him or higher on Pierce Johnson? Uh, higher on him. Okay. We did not get Smith, Danny Jimenez, or Pierce Johnson. Uh, Pierce Johnson went for eighty-nine in one of them, and then triple digits in another. So. 89, uh, 89 feels low. He was uh, he was triple digits and a two hundred dollar bid in, in one of my three. I had a two nineteen for Pierce yeah. Johnson in one. Oh, Will Smith was uh, in my thirty was available. He went two thirty three, and Pierce Ooh, Johnson went wow. one fifty five. Uh, so the one where I lost Will Smith sixty seven fifty nine feels kind of hurtful, but it does uh, a little bit. Yeah. Although, I mean, I don't know. You know, we know that Bruce Bochy likes Will Smith. He had him in San Francisco a little bit. Um, you know, this may have been a, uh, you know, like the matchups kind of thing. We don't really know the answer to that. But uh, it says something that uh, LeClerc was uh, was available and wasn't used. Yeah, it does. Uh, was it was it an issue? Who's coming up? I'm trying to remember who, who he faced. Um, I was watching the game, and I can't remember who he faced. I was probably watching the Warriors trick away another road game at the time. But um, yeah, that's a skill. It is. It is a. It, it's a skill they have perfected it in every possible way. Yeah. It's um. Crazy. Let's see. I'm looking at. Uh, I can probably figure out who he faced here, but uh, this is uh, great. Uh, Derek. Right. Derek Hall, Bryson Stott, and Edmundo Sosa. Okay, not exactly murderers row, especially with Derek Hall being a lefty to start off. 
So I think that maybe, you know, it might be a pump the brake situation a little bit here. Yeah. Um, it's funny. I'm in another league, the FSGA league. I was, I was kind of annoyed because I, I was told one time for the fab run and it turned out to be earlier, but oh, that's, um, not great. that's not great. Yeah. Uh, last week, but this week I got him in. I'm like, where the hell's Will Smith? I know he's available. No, not only was he on my team, he was on my active roster this past week, but uh, <laughs> that is amazing. maybe a sign it. that I need intervention, but I actually had those names backwards. It was Sosa Stott and then Derek Hall actually pinch hit for Christian Pache. So it would, uh, it was going to be, it was going to be three righties with, uh, with Sosa Stott's a pinch hit or a switch. What did I tell oh, you oh, about Christian Pache? No, Stott's, Stott's lefty. Sorry. Uh, so it would have been righty, lefty, righty, but bottom of the order. And you're right. It says a lot about Pache as a hitter when they use uh, Derek Hall lefty on lefty instead of him. Yeah. Um, yeah. It says a lot. Um, it says a lot about the Phillies weekend too. By the way, Pache can't hit. I don't know if anybody knew that or not. Oh, the Phillies got swept in that series, didn't they? Yeah, a little uh, World Series hangover there. And it's been an awful no good month for them. And Nola and Wheeler really got hit around too. Yeah, Wheeler got squeezed a little, and there were three full count called strikes against the Phillies that Ugh. were all by like that. Like, you know, I think I forget the account that ruled that Buckner missed those, like all three of them. Wow. Also a weird series because there's a retractable roof and yet they were still off Friday. Um, but I think that's a function of interleague forced interleague series. Yeah. And, you know, you can't have like four game, a four game series in an interleague series and everybody starts on Thursday right. sort of thing. I kind of felt that Saturday was really opening day. Thursday's kind of like the, the big show and the exhibition. And then Saturday yeah. we got, Saturday felt like the first real day of baseball. I love opening day. It was fun, but Knowing that nobody plays the next day, there's well, five games, whatever it was. Five games on a Friday, so weird. Yeah, it was really weird. So I'm glad yeah. we're I'm glad we're back to a normal schedule. But uh, let's jump into some fab. Uh, let's start on yep. offense. Uh, I thought that uh, it's really hard to find, you know, to, to to break down offensive fab after a one series. You don't have guys that are really any kind of track history. But Joey Weimer got called up by the uh, by the Brewers with uh, Luis Urias uh, went on the IL. Uh, Weimer was a was a stud last year in in the minors. Twenty one home runs, thirty one stolen bases across a a double A and triple A. Guess um, the question is how much he'll play. The second question is how much he'll strike out. He had a thirty percent strikeout rate in double A. Did drop the strikeouts in triple A, but a lot of swing and miss. His swing strike rate was really high in double A and triple A. Uh, what'd you guys do with uh, Weimer this week? Someone interested in obviously a speed power combo guy or always 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 in demand. But uh, I worry about it. A hitting ninth. B how much he'll actually play and see the strikeouts. Uh, and D it could be short term once Arias comes up, but comes back too. although he's uh, out very, like six, he's out like six to eight weeks, right? Is it that bad? Um, I thought it was, I thought it was that long, which anything can happen there. That so that does make me sound like a real idiot by even citing that as a concern. So thanks, Scott. Appreciate you. No, uh, um, just trying to appreciate trying yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It says, uh, may miss eight weeks was the, uh, that's a Urias. bad one. Yeah, that's a, bad a real one. bad one. Yeah. Um, I, my bids were probably too modest then um, in reflection of that, but, but they've got, they've got, uh, they got Freelick uh, coming up and there's someone and then Tyrone Taylor's coming back. I think Tyrone Taylor's more the impact than, than Urias <laughs> is actually, because Tyrone Taylor should be coming back as an outfielder um, and it can move Brian Anderson around a little bit, but uh, I was worried about uh, ninth and playing time and the strikeouts. I was in the kind of the mid thirties on his bids and I was, uh, I was kind of outbid across the board. I did not get one share of Joey Weimer yet. So, um, yeah. And it's a platoon. I, I, you know what really bothers me? And I hope it's not a strict platoon because I, I am overweighted on Garrett Mitchell. And 
That would be a real big problem if Garrett Mitchell's on the short side of a platoon. Uh, I know Mitchell is a uh, Mitchell's a lefty. No, yeah, Mitchell's a lefty. Well, then he because Mitchell sat on Saturday. That's why I said that. But yeah, and Weimer's a righty. Jeff is wrong even more than usual. Addition. No, I I was trying to do. They are they are opposite. I had to look, but I think so. Yeah, I think I don't I don't think they'll go strict platoon. I think they like Mitchell too much for that. But yeah, that's uh, it's probably in in the mix a little bit. Some games that both play. You're right. Um, You're right. Because his lefty was Justin Steele that pitched on Saturday. He pitched well, by the way. He looked really good. Yeah. And which falls off his spring too. Yeah. Uh, Weimer went for 53 and uh, somewhere uh, 85 in my two. So I was, uh, I was low. I was in the mix, but uh, I was definitely low. Not the backup bid there. Bidding was uh, bidding was aggressive this weekend. Uh, anybody else in the outfield? I know in 12 teamers, there are a couple of studs. Uh, Jose Siri and James Outwin both looked really good uh, this weekend. Uh, Jose Siri especially had a stolen base, had four RBIs, had a home run. Outman had a home run and a, and a stolen base too. Uh, you know, seems to be uh, playing a bunch for the Dodgers. He may get platoon a little bit, but they seem like yeah, he's definitely in the mix for them. Uh, Trevor Larnick hitting fourth for the Twins also in the mixed outfield. What did you do kind of uh, with the with some of these outfield names? Were you uh, so, how aggressive were you? All- Three of those guys are relevant to this conversation for me. Um, I got in the 12 tween online championship. We I, I picked up Siri and Outman, both uh, 88 and 57 respectively. I probably could have gone a little lower. You even uh, told me I, I could go lower. I, I love I love those ads though. I mean, I know you yeah. you probably could have gone lower. You might have won them, but man, I both those guys are guys that I think you're going to hold for a long time. Yeah, I cut Christopher Morell as one of them, and then I cut Mitch Haniger because I just can't wait on him. Yeah, I might regret that a little bit, but I like both players. Outman, man, he's so such a patient hitter. It's really and fun that, to watch. That him. home run he had, like he has a nice, really short swing. He went opposite field in that home run. Yep. Um, I hate to say it. I, I really like them. I literally like watching this Dodgers team. Like, I know they've lost some guys, but they've added mm-hmm. some. I like watching Vargas hit super panic at like six walks or something over the weekend. Yep. Uh, I like Outman a lot too. I really like, uh, I really like this team right now. Yeah. I've got a lot of Larnick this weekend. I got Larnick in uh, one of our mains. Um, and then I also picked him up in XFL, which is the, uh, the quasi, I wouldn't say it, it's kind of industry. Well, it's, there's a lot of industry people plus experienced players. So when we do it first pitch Arizona, it's also kind of a quasi dynasty, but we don't do bids. We do monthly uh, fat uh, free agent supplemental. So I picked him up there, which was really nice. Um, I think I might have picked up Larnick somewhere else too. I know I had a bid in on him in a couple other places. Some that are, haven't run yet, like labor and uh, uh, I think, and, and maybe scarf. I don't know. Uh, and, and TGFBI, I don't think I did pick them up there, but uh, still waiting on the uh, you know a couple of them there. So a lot of places, a lot of places where I was interested. Larnick, Larnick hit like fourth, I think maybe one day. Yeah, or? yeah, I think he hit fourth the first two days of the season. I have to look today what he hit, but he hit fourth on. Uh, I guess I keep wanting to say Friday and Saturday, but it was Thursday and Saturday. Um, that's a good lineup to hit fourth in. I mean, I don't know if they're a huge lineup, but if you're hitting fourth, it's a pretty good one. He he struck out too much last year. There's no doubt he has some strikeout issues, but you know, 11.5% barrel last year in his 180 plate appearances, 44% hard hit rate. Guy can yeah. hit the ball. If he could just drop fourth today, sw- too. Yep. If he, yeah. If he could swing a miss, drop the swing and miss a little bit, he hits fourth. I mean, that's a, that's a guy in a 15 teamer. That's a really nice spot to be. Yeah. I, I'd agree. So uh, I was happy to add him. Um, and then uh, there, we'll, we'll get to uh, when we get to infielders, there's another hitter that I got frequently as well. But, uh, do you have uh, any? Do you have any feel for how how St. Louis is going to use Alec Burleson? Because he's a guy that I really like. He at three thirty one, he led the International League in hitting last year. Um, Twenty home runs, eighty seven RBIs. He doesn't strike out. Either. The strikeout rate in the minors is fourteen point three percent. 
Um, he had a big Babbitt, but still, when you're not striking out and you're you're getting that much power, he had a few stolen bases in there too. Um, you know, Juan Yepes obviously is out of there. Dylan Carlson only played one of the three games. He did have three hits today, but he's clearly kind of their fourth or fifth outfielder. Um, I just don't know how much Brosen played. They have a lot of mouths to feed in St. Louis, but I do like the guy's a hitter, and I just don't think the playing time's going to quite be there as much as I want it to. Yeah, well, Lars Newbar missed two games this weekend, yeah. too. That that was something that really helped out uh, Burleson. Uh, Newbar's got a thumb issue. Um, not So that's something to watch for for Monday, you know. Yep. If Newbar isn't in the lineup against the Braves on Monday, he might be a sit. At least, you know, first half of the week, he's an obvious sit. But if you have to make this decision for the full week, as I do in a league, that's 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 a tough call. But um, that would open the door for Burleson. You know, and the, it's the Cardinals. This is, you know, for a while, you know, you had Nolan Gorman was the flavor of the month. Yep. And then he was buried. And now he's on fire again. <laughs> um, so great. Uh, you had Paul DeYoung was on fire for a while. Last I year. remember that. I remember that name. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and yep. Brennan Donovan now looks I mean, he got He's got a rework swing hitting for power. It looks like so far so good. Uh, Jeff, some of the chat is asking about uh, Clay's brother, Trace Thompson. Does he have any saying power or is it game of his life? Uh, I would call it the game of his life. Uh, he does hit the ball really hard, a lot of swing and miss, and I think he's probably going to get platooned out a bunch against righties. Um, I uh, yeah. it, was, it was fun to watch. And he the, the crazy thing is all three of those home runs, exact same exit velocity. That was the strangest stat I've seen in a while. They were all that is all wild. three were 107.5, which is which is pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, I think it's noteworthy they came off of you know it started off of Madison Bumgarner, who then went got sent home to get his arm checked out for arm fatigue. He's bad. You know he yeah, got drafted. I, I, you know he got drafted in zero main events. I did know that actually. Is that, and then is I, that crazy? <laughs> it is crazy. It is crazy. I, I made a joke that it was neck fatigue from turning around and whiplash and looking at those home runs going out, but then he wanted to throw me in the ocean, something, something. I don't know. But uh, someone asked in the chat, should they be concerned with Alex Bregman? It, it's one series. I wouldn't be concerned about Bregman. I don't love Bregman at the price anyway that he was being drafted. I would never have taken him that spot, but Bregman will be fine. Um, he'll hit. He's going to be the same guy. He always is. Um, it's mm-hmm. just one series. If, the, if, if someone had an O for series in, in July, uh, we wouldn't even notice it. So I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't worry about anybody, uh, anybody solid like that. Um, let's see. Uh, what about uh, what about the infield? Uh, the infield I thought was a little tougher. There were some interesting names in the outfield. The infield was tough. I needed some middle infielders, some spots. I looked at Orlando Arcia a little bit. Now that he's playing shortstop for the Braves. Uh, Ji Huan Bay is outfield o- eligible only right now for Pittsburgh, but he did play with second base once. Maybe he'll get there. Yep. He has two stolen bases already. Garrett Cooper's hitting third for the Marlins. Thought that was an interesting name. What did you do in the infield? Were you looking for uh, for anything there? So in two of our three mains, we're hanging with Mr. Cooper. We uh, picked I him like up this ad. week. I added yeah. him in. I added him in the in the uh, my online my third online main. I added him too. I, I, I guy hitting third, and when he plays before he gets hurt, he hits the ball hard, and it's just it's a good spot. Yeah, Larnick and Cooper were both targets. I thought yeah. uh, for us because you know batting order again. The Mar- it's the Marlins, so I mean it's not a great park or lineup, but nonetheless, good spot. And he he he's proven he can hit in the past. That is All Star Garrett Cooper, after all. Oh, that's uh, true. Yeah. Uh, did when I did the sneaky ass video with Alan this morning, I did bring up G One Bay, uh, and he's had like twenty plus stolen bases everywhere he's gone. Yeah. Uh, the Pirates have nothing but playing time to give. So they also could pivot around very quickly, but you you pretty soon are going to have second base and outfield eligibility. I didn't get him in the mains, but I, I I've been had bids in on him in places. I, I prefer Cooper and Larnick to him, but he's definitely someone if you need stolen bases. And we're going to talk about this. You're going to need stolen bases. Yep. Um, it's well, well worth paying attention to. 
Uh, yeah, you want to talk about now? The stolen bases were crazy. There were uh, I saw a stat. There were five stolen bases on opening day last year. Twenty-one this year. Uh, it was uh, guys are seventy crazy. for the season already. I mean, yeah, I looked at just look at Baltimore. Like Mateo has four already. Mullins has three. They were running crazy on Reese McGuire over the week or on Thursday and on Saturday. Um, it was. Uh, I tell you what, the, the I, we talked about stolen bases. I know the percentage is not going to be up as much in the minors. I don't know. Guys are running crazy right now. I mean, just the success rate is crazy. It's like eighty four percent. Yeah, it's wild. Um, yeah, it was today going into today's game. There are forty nine stolen bases, seven caught. Uh, it that is wild. It, 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 not all of them were against Reese McGuire. It just felt that way. <laughs> it did feel that way, and it feels to me like it's way, way, way more pitch clock and throwing over and the timing of the game rather than the the bases. Like I don't really think. I get, I get the impression the guys are just being able to time stuff. They know they can 100%. see the pitch clock. They can see the guy has three three seconds to throw. They know he's only thrown over once. The guys are just getting great jumps. You saw Anthony Volpe was the most interesting to me because it was like he has, he has this like weird little hop he does, and then he goes, and it's almost like he's been in the minors last year with a pitch clock, and he kind of has figured out how to time it and how it all works. You can kind of tell he's yeah. stealing bases differently than guys have in the past because he's done it. He knows how to do it. And it's I mean, he's, he's stealing bases easily. Uh, two anecdotes that caught my eye today. Corbin Carroll, two stolen bases, two stolen bases without throws, uh, led to Arizona's first run. Thank you, no Syndergaard. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was like the perfect, you know, clock rules, throw, you know, disruption (laughs) rules. Corbin Carroll's massive sprint speed and Thor. It's like, there's just zero chance. And the Dodgers announcers were dead on like this. Why did they wait till now? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Then the Sunday night game, I think you and I were even texting about this one here, or maybe I I was talking with somebody else on Twitter, but the the play where uh, Jonah Heim called timeout right as Trey Turner was making his break. Uh, It was like two or seconds left on the pitch clock, two or three seconds left on the pitch clock. And they granted the timeout. Um, Ridiculous, by the way, that they, that was, they were able to get away with that. And they they even said Carl Rabbit, who I really like, I like, I like that Sunday night crew a lot, but there's like great, great. What's it? Disruption. What's the phrase? Uh, not disruption, but, uh, uh, what's, what's you're allowed two of them. Um, it, it, yeah, I disruption, but, uh, I, I know what you're talking about, but I don't, I don't know what it is. Oh, uh, it's going to drive me nuts. Cause I'll think about it exactly after, uh, there, but <laughs> I was just like, that's the new parlance in the game. Like right. great job by the catcher to, you know, to have an interruption, you know, like right. great timeout. No, that's not the game. That's not what we're trying to have. <laughs> it's oh. not. Oh, let, let's micromanage this. Let's have a replay to see if he actually called the timeout before or after the jump. Oh. They, uh, I can't, I, I don't flip over to the ESPN two broadcast. Cause I don't really like, uh, I can't listen to a rod very much, but they did a full inning with the umpire cam. It was pretty awesome. Uh, it was pretty cool. And you, you, you I don't that really, on mute. That'd be cool. Except I don't, I don't know how any, I don't know how anybody gets a hit in the majors. Like it's just, it's insane. Oh, it's insane. I, it, they, these guys are so insanely good. And it was, I, I think it was engagements by the way. Oh, thank you, Matt. Thank you. Um, ah. yeah, I was looking at, uh, I was watching, I think it was Falter was pitching and, you know, I, he doesn't throw that, that hard, but it, the, the umpire cam is really cool to see, just see the pitches come in. You just, you don't realize how anybody ever makes contact. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, someone asked the chat about, uh, Jihuan Bay, will he get on base enough to steal bases? I mean, the guy had a, had a, a double digit walk rate in the minors last year, had a, you know, OEP of 360. I think that, yeah, he can get on base. I mean, who knows if he can do it in the majors. We don't know that yet. But uh, he has shown a history of not striking out, swing strike at under ten percent in the minors, and uh, he does walk too. So I think that I, I think he can get on base. If uh, you know, who knows how much he can hit in the majors, and that's still to be seen. But you know, uh, thirty-one bags in 2019, 30 in twenty twenty-two. Uh, I think he can get on base enough to to steal some bases. Yeah, uh, and and 
yeah, and, and I think there's some talent there. And you know, you know, find hope. At, you know, find value in a hopeless place. Something, something. I mean, you're. I'm a Reds fan. You're an A's fan. Pirates fans know this. Nats fans know this. There, there's value you can find on these teams just out of playing time. And it's not always going to be great, but there, there's opportunity here. Don't, don't you mean the two and one Reds? We played the Pirates. I know. And we had our, we haven't had a fourth starter pitch yet. So, uh, yeah. Um, Graham Ashcraft, by the way. Look good. Uh, Throws hard, by the way. Dude, throws hard. I I told you that part. You know, he, he was, he was throwing a hundred. He just couldn't miss bats last year. Now he's, he had six, I think he had what, six K's in seven innings, something like that. It's close. You know, he's getting there and he's got a different grip on his slider. He's probably got a sweeping motion, I've heard, but, uh, Seems to be the popular thing that right now is a horizontal is. motion. Everybody's going for the sweeper, the the slur of all that sort of stuff. There yeah. were, I, f- I think it was Miguel Castro in that uh, the Diamondbacks Dodgers game he threw an unbelievable pitch to Freddie Freeman. I'm just like, I just again, I don't, again, I don't know, yeah. I don't know how anybody gets a hit, but it was like even Freddie, who's like an elite, all world, you know, top one percent hitter among the greatest greatest hitters, um, yeah, looked silly on that pitch, so it was nasty. Um, yeah. Do you get to watch any Kodai Senga at all today? Yeah, I saw the Uncle Ted comment on Ghost Fork. Not only did I did it, I had, uh, I thought I had a really good Twitter joke, and no one got it at all. I said uh, Kodai Senga should t- uh, teach Zach Davies the Ghost Fork because Zach Davies would be a natural about ghosting. Oh, that's good. See, I would have gotten that. Yeah. Did he go? Uh, he ghosted. His, he ghosted. His, so he ghosted his wife. Right. It wasn't just a girlfriend. Yeah. It was like actually his wife. Yeah. It was. It was. It's crazy. Um, yeah, but, is. uh, Senga, I mean, the, the, the highlights of his outing, the eight K's were great. I mean, yeah. ESPN really tricked it up with the g- little ghost symbol and all that. It, it, it was very clever. Um, man, that looked fun. And it's funny. Cause that first inning, he, the first four guys, he didn't get an out. And it was like, I'm like, right. Oh, this is, and he had no idea the ball's going. It was moving everywhere, but you, yeah. I wasn't sure he could always been the problem with him. Right. Yeah. yeah. He's going to have some game. The problem is he missed in the zone a couple of times. So you're like, yeah, I can see how he gives up them three run homers. But man, when he he throws hard, and then the slider's nasty. The and the ghost fork is like he I forget who it was. It was whoever hit before Jesus Sanchez. Oh, it was, it was Guriel actually swung at the ghost fork through his bat, through like the half, bat, halfway oh. down, halfway down the dugout. Like <laughs> it was unbelievable. I mean, it was just it was a wild. He had and he had a couple times. I think he threw a pitch to Garcia that should, probably should have been three and home, like a huge mistake up high, like a changeup or a slider up high. Barely missed it, but then he kind of settled in. It was it was impressive after that. I think he's going to have some. We have some blow up games. We're going to have some really good. He's going to strike out a lot of guys this year. Yeah, I, I think it really is about him getting the calls. If yeah. he, if umpires see hit that you know his stuff a little bit and give him real strike zone and don't squeeze him a little, I, I think he's going to have a phenomenal year. Yeah, Trevor Rogers looked about the same as normal in that game, so I was not I was not surprised by that one. Yeah, no. Well, can't say anything nice. Don't say anything at all. Well, uh, well said. Um, what about pitching in fab? Uh, it was, uh, I thought it was pretty meager this week. I was, uh, you know, we, ha- we haven't seen a lot of guys pitching. The ones we did see were mostly one, two and three stars. They weren't available in a lot of spaces. Uh, the Dodgers have, uh, have Michael Grove pitching twice this week with all the injuries in the rotation. Um, you know, Ryan Pepio uh, got hurt before he even made an outing. He's going to pitch twice this week. Were you guys in on a Michael Grove in, in fab this weekend? On my waterfall, um, some leagues that are pending, I have bids on them, but I don't really know a lot about you Michael just, Grove. You other wanted, than you just want to say waterfall as many times as possible. I didn't. Did I say it? I guess I did. Um, we, but you, we, I, 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 I guess I, I love. I, I, right I, I love when you say it. Yeah. Um, which do you like better, waterfall or yogurt? Um, ooh, I like yogurt more. I do too. Doesn't mean I don't like waterfall, but I love yogurt. 
By the way, I have a great idea for yogurt. Oh, uh, uh, I should. You know, there's an overall winner, but yep. I think a weekly winner of the overall should get like a free froyo. I I'm all in for that. I mean, I, I think I think it's genius. I think Justin should be all over it, but and it has nothing to do with the fact that I'm doing very well there right now. But oh, look um, at you. nice. Yeah, it'd be the only time all year that I'm there. So I gotta have I, it's all self-interest, but so Michael Grove. Let's talk Michael Grove because yep. I don't really know a ton about him. He's James uh, Anderson's number 184 prospect. Not a huge strikeout guy, um, especially as he got higher. Um, standard arsenal, it seems like. Mid-90s fastball. Everybody throws mid-90s now. Uh, even you throw mid-90s, I heard. Um, uh, I'm like high 80s these days. High, but yeah, yeah I, back in the day, maybe. Uh, had a big year last year, obviously. Um, and that's why he's getting this, you know, after kind of struggling double A in 2021. But to be honest, I don't know a whole lot about him except for he pitches for the Dodgers. And the Dodgers are usually pretty good and, right. uh, he gets two starts. So that, that, that was kind of enough for me. Yeah. I was kind of in the same boat to him. And I obviously looked into him and, and looked it up. And obviously, I, I think we know that Gavin Stone is going to be the guy here at some point. Uh, Everybody mm-hmm. loves Gavin Stone, but you know, or Bobby was, Miller for that matter. A lot of people true, love they, Bobby Miller too. They have a lot. They, they just they just keep coming with Gross. the prospects, but yeah. um, they have a lot of injuries right now though. And this is with Kershaw healthy, and we know Kershaw's going to miss some time at some point. You know, Dustin May is not going to throw 108 innings. I think the innings are going to be there for whoever is whoever can pitch pretty well. So I think that you know Grove, Stone, and Miller might get some innings. It's going to be kind of a, I think we're going to see a lot of stuff. Um, Grove has home against Colorado, you know, got to like that. Although Colorado hit a little bit in San Diego this weekend and then at Arizona. So a pretty good, uh, pretty good two starts on paper for the most part. The Dodgers obviously score runs. The Dodgers are obviously smart. Um, yeah, I was, uh, I kind of lowered my bids after I looked a little deeper into him. I said, you know, I noticed what you saw that the strikeouts kind of, uh, got a little bit lesser as he, as he moved up to triple a, uh, last year was, uh, was not great in triple a year over four whip about one, three. Um, he kind of just fell into my, uh, yeah, he has two starts so we can pitch it for the Dodgers. I'll give him a shot kind of range. Yeah. The second starts are road start, but it's at Arizona and low key. Arizona is a great place to pitch. People don't realize because like four years ago, it was the pitch. You did not want anybody pitching. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I hear analysts get that wrong all the time too. Like, Oh, launching pad in Arizona. Yeah. Um, not since the humidor. Yeah. The humidor really changed that place dramatically. Yeah. It was uh, cause that there was a time where, Eduardo Escobar and David Peralta were hitting jacks out of there. And it's just, it's not the way it is anymore. Yeah. Fantasy analysts get that right, by the way. Um, yes. I hear it like non-fantasy components uh, where I hear, I hear the launching pad thing. Cause, and maybe, maybe they just don't, haven't had reason to pay as close attention to that as we had. Cause it affects our bottom line. Speaking of guys who did pitch well today, uh, Johnny Brito for the Yankees looked awesome today. He was throwing uh, he had, he had a spot where he had five strikeouts in a row. He had, uh, I think he, he had five shutout innings or one running, whatever he gave up. Um, but it's a little complicated because they sent him down after the game. They don't need a, they don't need a fifth starter next week. Um, so it looks like Brito's probably not going to pitch this week. Uh, they're going to go uh, Cortez for two and Domingo Harmon for two. And then Brito comes back up the next week after he does the 10 days in the minors and they don't, they can use another bullpen arm. Uh, did you jump in any Brito knowing that you couldn't use him this week? We have to save him for next week. Did he show you enough today that uh, you want to jump in on that? You know, it's funny. I picked him up last week for tout rail tout wars where, Ooh. you know, did you, did you use him? I hope of course, I had to, we Beautiful. in tout wars, you pick a guy up. He has to be active that first week. Ah, so. That's right. I forgot that. Rule. Um, no, but it's okay. I don't expect you to have encyclopedic knowledge of my, the arcania of uh, <laughs> rules that I'm in for all my various leagues. Guys. I know it's you okay. play in a four by four AL. <laughs> I do. That's a home league too. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I did not 
I scale I, I scaled back bids for this week because he's you know there, he could he should be back the following week, but things plans change all the time. They do. Um, and I don't want to have a dead spot this early. I really don't. Yeah. Um, so I did not pick him up uh, in various leagues here. Richard Sands was tweeting at us saying you know they they announced it kind of late before right before the Fab deadline. For the Yankees, this is progress. Usually, they wait till about Monday at three Monday at three o'clock to it's announce true. these things. But, um, and I mean, I, it, it makes sense. Like they have their four guys; they don't need a fifth starter this week. You keep Brito on turn; he can pitch once to the minors that come back. You get an extra arm in the bullpen. Like I, it's not—I don't think they're screwing him over anyway. It kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. But um, for our purposes, yeah, it's hard to pick somebody up and then know you can't use them the next week at all. Yeah, so I, I scaled back my bids a little bit on him, uh, and you know, I was impressed, but it's also. Let's be fair at the Giants. Um, I I I, I want to be. I'm impressed because you also look good in spring training. Um, and it how, looks like how Woody... lovely how lovely was it the first run of the season in a first at bat of the year is Aaron Judge hitting a home run against the Giants after they didn't sign him. It was beautiful. Uh, yeah, you don't sound like an A's fan at all. It was there, beautiful. Brito's um, next start will be at Cleveland, by the way, if form holds. Who just kicked the crap out of the Mariners this weekend? Yeah, Cleveland looked pretty darn good. They looked really good. They don't. By the way, they have about five thousand arms in that bullpen that are good. Like every guy that comes out of there is throwing gas. Yeah. Well, it, I thought it was fitting that they they extended Trevor Steffen, who most people yeah. don't even know who he is. Got he the looked, save today yeah, he because he looked good. You know, because Karen Jack and Klasse have been used too much. Uh, good problem to have. But uh, yeah, they they uh, yeah, Cleveland looks good. It's it's almost like they're good at developing pitching. They had another guy that came in. I think it was Dela Cruz today. And I, I looked up and for a second, I thought it was class a, and I'm like, Oh, it's just another guy who's nasty coming out of their bullpen. They just got a lot of guys. And they got another guy too. Uh, like has like struck out the first four guys he's faced in the majors or something like that. Um, I'll pull up his name here in a sec. Uh, but uh, it, it, it's just, yeah, they just keep coming out of their ears. Um, oh, Heron. That... oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it was, so it, Oh, Tim not Aaron. the golfer. Not not lumpy. Not lumpy. What a great nickname. <laughs> a great what nickname. a great nickname. But yeah, I, the guy one, I was watching was uh, Eniel de la Santos, not de la Cruz, and he was throwing ninety six. And uh, yeah, he looked good too. Like they got a lot of guys in that pen. That guy, Eniel de la Santos, did he was he was somebody else before? It sounds like he seems like he was an Astro at some point in time. He, that you know what? I think you no. might be right. I feel like he uh, was, he was a too. Philly for three uh, years in Pittsburgh because you know who knows they, they don't need a guy that can throw gas. So, um, and then the last two years with Cleveland, of course, he's been way better with Cleveland. Yeah, yeah figures just, how that works. Yeah, they poof, they got a lot of guys coming out. Of, you, you better be uh, you better be leading after seven because they got some guys coming out of there that are that are just exactly throwing gas. Um, what did you do with the mat? We got the mats. Obviously, we got the we got the news on opening day that uh, Justin Verlander was going on the IL. Not great for mm-hmm. anybody who drafted him in the second round. But uh, with their openings now, David Peterson was already starting, uh, and now that uh, now Tyler McGill is going to be starting, who got a lot of hype last year. He uh, he was uh, he was pretty popular last year in the original Fab or like late in drafts and pitched really well at the start of the year. Got hurt and kind of struggled after that, but obviously has has strikeout stuff. Has struck out guys in the minors. Um, were you guys in on any Tyler McGill? Was he available? He was about forty five percent available in the in the forty percent owned in the main event. I think it was what it was. So about fifty five percent available. I, I put bids on him in some leagues. I'm trying to remember where I got him uh, or where I was bidding on him. And after seeing Vlad's tweet, uh, I doubled down to make sure that I had the right McGill. Yes. Um, not Jimmy McGill, obviously, but uh, yeah, it was. Who the heck is Jimmy McGill? Better call Saul, dude. Uh, I haven't seen it. Sorry. Oh, oh, that hurts. That that hits me where I live. You, you should. See... That's that's uh, that's a big miss for me so far. Did you see Breaking Bad yet? 
Uh, I've I've told the story before. I've only watched the beginning of it because my wife was pregnant and they had some scenes that she wasn't great with at the time. So I have Fair. I've not gone back and watched, but I need to do it. I just uh, I need to sit down and make the commitment because obviously one that I want to see at some point. Yeah, um, and I think Better Call Saul is actually better than Breaking Bad, but they're both amazing. So Can for you whatever it's worth, watch Better Call Saul without knowing the Breaking Bad universe, or do you have to watch the other one first? You. <sighs> No, not really. You, I, I mean, it's kind of standalone, but there are so many th- callbacks that you're better off having seen Breaking Bad first. Uh, uh, Tyler, by the way, okay. Tyler McGill went for 143 in the one of the three mains that he is available, and we weren't close to that. He was uh, he was 91 in mine. I was in like the 50s or 60s, if I remember right. So I yeah. was uh, I was mildly aggressive, but um, it, it was frustrating because it was one the one team I didn't really need pitching on yet. It was the one he was available, which is always kind of the way that works. Always. But, uh, Always. Did you uh, did you reach down to any of the any of the guy any of the lower guys here that like fell into jobs? We got Josh Fleming in Tampa Bay who doesn't strike guys yeah. out. Same guy with Chris Flexen in Seattle. Actually picked him up in one league. He's been decent the last couple of years when he pitches. Robbie Ray went on the IL, so Flexen's going to get a run in the rotation. He's really a matchup guy, but uh, you know I kind of picked him up for depth. Um, there was not a lot of pitching that uh, was exciting. I think it's mostly because we haven't seen a lot of these uh, these four and five start yet. It was it was thin gruel. I had some bids in on Fleming. Uh, including uh, 15 team mixed labor, which we drafted in February, had have both Bard and Verlander on opening day go down like that. That mm. within like minutes of each other too. Yeah. So that was that was super fun. That that it, it gives me seven guys that I couldn't use on that team. Um, so it, <laughs> that's that's a lot. Yeah, that, it, it's seven pitchers. By the way, uh, oh, that's even that's that's all for opening day. That's a lot. Yeah, it, it's pretty bad. Uh, two were sent down. One was Bailey Over, who did nothing wrong. Um, yeah. It's shame on it's me. It's not like him. you drafted a bunch of guys as they're injured as stashes that just happened since you drafted. Yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. So you know, I yeah, I I I'd be happy with Josh Fleming in that league because he's a usable body. Uh, yeah. So we'll see about that. But uh, and he gets faces the Nationals this week and pitches for the Rays, which is always always a, a, a good thing on both ends there. Um, what about relievers? Uh, you know, for a uh, for a short series, short series of games here so far, we had some reliever movement. We mentioned the the Will Smith uh, stuff that happened just before the deadline. Uh, what, what what are you thinking about uh, Pierce Johnson? He uh, he got the save for the uh, Rockies. The, the Rock save the Rockies had over the weekend. Obviously, Daniel Bard. You mentioned went on the IL with his uh, his mental health issues. Um, were you guys in on Pierce Johnson? Do you think it's his job? Do you think we're going to see a mix? Um, strikes a lot of guys out, but he also walks a lot of guys, which always freaks me out as a closer, especially one in course field. You pretty much summarized uh, the whole my yeah. whole gamut of my opinions there. In on him, didn't get him. More of a keep him honest. Uh, and except for I haven't seen some of the fab runs and some of the later bit, uh, deadlines yet. Uh, he could be closing for two weeks. He could be closing all season. Uh, you know, it, it's a pretty wide range. I mean, when, remember when Daniel Bard got the job last year, was not a sure thing that he'd had the job all year. You know, he kind of took it and ran with it. And, you know, a lot of people had keep them honest bids and that was enough. And then you got 30 saves for, for the season. That was a huge win for you. Yeah, it was huge. Um, this is why you bid on these guys. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I had keep them honest bids and they weren't honest. They, they were aggressive. So, um, so be it. I, I had some, I had kind of the same thing, kind of keep them honest bids. And they were, like I said, they all three of my leagues, they went triple digits. I mean, we're at a time in 15 team or where, Everybody, almost everybody needs saves. You know, probably two, you know, four or five teams in the league that feel pretty good about having two guys. Uh, pretty much nobody beyond that. Uh, Jeff, question in the chat. Pretty easy one, I think. Uh, would you uh, start this week for two starts, Kyle Bradish or Michael Kopech? Kopech is the Giants and the Pirates. If you're not throwing that, yeah. uh, I don't know. You probably don't need to have Michael Kopech on your team. I, I got to throw Kopech. I prefer Kopech on merit, too. 
Yeah, um, I do too. Yeah, I mean, and we we've discussed Bradish. I like him. Yeah. I like adding him late, but I prefer Kopech. Yeah, two starts against the Giants and Pirates. I mean, doesn't uh, we talked about the the Rays matchups? It uh, it's not quite that good, but it's uh, it's pretty darn good too. Yeah, yeah, uh, and I, I'm curious to see like this Giants team. Um, they 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 did right on Saturday. Uh, although I mean, some of those were tack on runs at the end, and they turns out they needed those tack on runs uh, off of Clay Holmes, no less. Um, but yeah, that uh, Camilo Doval got bailed out big time. He was a mess, and Stanton hit a rocket, but into a double play. Yeah, which could have been safe at either base, too. By the way, um, it was it was, was a weird was, finish. He was safe at second, wasn't he? I thought so. Yeah, I, I thought, thought so, so too. I thought he was actually out at first, but I thought he was pretty clearly safe at second. Yeah, um, it, it was also hey, it's raining, let's get out of here, sort of yeah. thing. I thought wild, wild stat of uh, of Saturday. There were. I'm gonna get the hope I get this right. There were 14 balls in the majors hit over 110 miles an hour. Stanton had three of the 14. That's jeez. <laughs> he is locked in. Did you see the home run today? Like 485. That was yeah. absurd. There were some shots yeah. today. I mean, yeah, there Trout, was Trout and Otani back to back. back, to back. Massive Perfectly timed. It was between the third and fourth quarters of the uh, basketball game. Yeah. And you know, I have two TVs, so I had the ba- baseball on all along, but I switched the volume just in time. Just in oh. time to see Trout. Uh, and it's Trout and Otani are appointment watching. I mean, I they're both over 430 feet. It was, it was insane. Yeah. Uh, and at first I thought Trout's was farther, but no, Otani's was actually a little farther, but just they the sound fun. on both of them. It's just the, 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 suites, ooh, out, the, the suites out there are far too. I've sat in those suites and you feel like you're another, another zip code and you're sitting out there and they're to that. The guys are hitting balls out there. It was just insane. It was. Yeah, I hope those guys. Uh, I hope those guys stay healthy. Uh, I hope that Anthony Rendon can go wherever he wants to go. But uh, I hope Trout and Otani stay healthy because they are just fun to watch. Yeah, nice. Not a good weekend for Anthony Rendon already. What a dumbass! Like, what are you doing? Like, I get it. Yeah. Fans are idiots. Fans say stupid stuff, but you can't jump in and grab a dude and like try and swing. It's just so. And then dumb. his knee is bothering him the rest of the weekend. Yeah, too. I'm sure it is. I have. He goes. I have no comment. Oh, by the way, my knee hurts. Like, get out of here. Um, speaking of the A's, you do anything with the A's club situation? It's a mess. Uh, we've got Trevor May, yours Familia, Danny Jimenez got the one save this weekend. I think it's clear that they're probably not going to win a lot of games. Um, I have May in one league. I was mildly bidding on Jimenez, but I think it's going to be kind of a a messy three headed monster for for a not a, not a ton of saves either. We won him in one of the three mains, forty nine to thirty seven. Um, he, he's going to go the Cesar Valdez route. Uh, it seems, seems oh, like wow. they're a change that's a up. Good, off that's a good pull. That's a good pull right there. I couldn't have come up with Cesar Valdez Orioles closer there for a while. Yeah. It's just, it's slow ball after slow ball. I mean, it, yeah. he, the velocity is just not there, but possession is part of the law here. The problem is you know, this could be a special bad team though. And that's the problem. He could have 20 saves at most, you know, yeah. and that, that, that's part of the problem. Uh, I mean, he was opening he nice. Was, at least they won. He was good last year. He just walks a lot of guys. So that freaks me out. I, he walked over 12% of the guys this year, but still 3-4, one, one, um, You know, he pitched pretty well last year, but uh, yeah, it's it's always walking a tight rope with him. It is. It is. And uh, yeah, I, just again, though, it, this is the, the fun part about bidding, going after closers. Yeah, um, it's... I, I think it's going to be um, more painful than ever this year. I know we always say that about uh, about closers, but this is going to be a special level of uh, frustration closers this year. I think so. I think I'm in I'm in line for some pain, and I have to give Mike the mouth credit. He was giving me shit about uh, the third of our team, so the one that's actually doing well. He goes, "It's the curse of Barlow. You're going to be so frustrated with that." I do have Chapman on that team. The, I don't have Chapman. Thrills, on the other Thrills team didn't win a game this weekend, right? 
they they scored a run yet today, so progress. <laughs> um, four of them even. But Chapman yesterday struck out the side in his inning, and that's yeah. obviously a pretty good sign. Uh, Barlow pitched today, got a, gave up a walk, but then induced a double play. So you don't really care which one it is, but you just want it to be one rather. No, than... I care. I want it to be Barlow because uh, okay. in one I in one league I don't have Chapman. I, right. I had ample opportunity to back Barlow up and didn't. Total fail on my part. Um, if she were around for that draft, I'm gonna blame him for actually having a life because I actually drafted that <laughs> one with him just chiming in here and there. But uh, that that would that was a fail on my part because it's clearly one of those two guys. Yeah, uh, and you want it to be one of those that's, two guys. That's the key is you want them to not have 22 each. You want one of them to have you want like well, 32, each. 32 and yeah. eight or something like that, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's jump into uh, let's jump into week two. I think that's a, a pretty good coverage of uh, of Fab. It's actually a little more uh, a little more Fab intensive and interesting than I thought it was going to be after three days. There were a lot of names to uh, to talk about, but first, you know, from our sponsors at Vivid Seats, uh, baseball is back as we've been talking about the podcast here. Swing into MLB season with Vivid Seats and score tickets to all of the hottest matchups and biggest games of the year. Every crack of the bat, every deep fly ball to center field, and every heart pounding double play of your favorite team live and in person. Plus, with Vivid, Vivid Seats Rewards, you can now earn rewards for every single t- ticket purchase. Each ticket you buy gets you closer to your reward. Just buy 10 tickets and simply cash in your credit towards an 11th ticket purchase. It's that easy. A pro award t- tip. Buy tickets for your whole group, split the bill, and make progress towards your free 11th ticket even faster. From behind the plate, or if you want to sit in the upper deck, Vivid Seats has great tickets for all the 2023 games that matter to you. Just visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. See vividseats.com slash rewards for terms and conditions. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription 
at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. So, Jeff, we got uh, we got week two. We got a full week of baseball, which will be fantastic. Uh, only uh, only. Only four teams have seven games this week. Uh, you know, we have a lot of that. Uh, you know, the, the the other half of the league has to have their opening days. So we have a lot of those same kind of, same kind of days off. Uh, but we have Atlanta, Washington, Kansas City, and Toronto with seven. Everybody else in the majors has six. There are a lot of really good offensive schedules this week, though. There are some teams that have some really good setups. Uh, I think I like Boston a lot. They have three against Pittsburgh, three against Detroit. Like you got to love the matchups there. We talked about Tampa mm-hmm. Bay. Three in Washington, three at Oakland. Really, their offenses you're targeting this week. Uh, the the Rockies are home for uh, home for four games over the weekends against the Nationals. Uh, what were you doing in terms of like streaming some offense? So Montero for the Rockies was a target. Yeah. actually, forgot to mention him in the Fab. Played but, uh, uh, played all three games, right? Yeah, four yeah. games. They played four. Oh, they, this weekend. they played four. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he he caught my eye a little bit because you know it wasn't Mustakis. Now it might eventually be Mustakis, but. And and they haven't the Rockies haven't had their rocky road yet as I think uh, someone pointed out to Vlad at one point in time because they haven't been home yet, yep. so you don't get the reverse effect on the road yet. Um, oh, so that, that, that's I, I, I see what you mean. They're interesting, yeah. Yeah, they they literally haven't been to Coors Field to play yet, uh, so they haven't gotten all screwed up. Now they went from Arizona to San Diego, um, and now they go to L.A. for a couple of games. Uh, you know, but uh, yeah, I think that that's worth paying attention to. What caught my eye also, though, was how, you know, Boston's lineup looks long. It looks like it's a, especially in Fenway, uh, that looks like that's going to, you know, Adam Duvall seems like a really good fit in Fenway. It's funny. You watch games or his swing just like really fits for Fenway, doesn't it? Yep. Um, it, it really does. And, uh, that that Saturday finish was just surreal. I don't I can't, I, I can't the drop it. The drop fly ball was so bad. I mean, it, Jeff McNeil could have caught that one. I was about to say, I now I now have better left field than two major league outfielders. So I'm I'm, I'm really I'm really stepping up my game. That, that was amazing. That was just <laughs> I mean, and of course, immediately gets punished right after that. Oh, yeah. Once he dropped that, I'm like, oh, they're losing this game. There's no way. You felt but, bad for Bautista, but you just knew at that point, like you don't drop a fly ball like that, it doesn't come back to haunt you at some point. Yeah. Uh and then you know, Bautista on opening day also looked a little choppy with his control. He a did. little bit. He did. Um, and he had some defensive miscues in that one too, where the game should have been a, another game ender where Jorge Mateo threw it away uh, on the double. And he's play a really ball. good, he's a really good defender too. I know. So that was yeah. a little weird, but I did make a crack that, uh, Hey, Jordan Westbrook's on the orange courtesy phone there, but, uh, you know, that it's, they, they are just loaded in their farm system. You yeah. look at James Anderson's prospect rankings. New one came out last week, by the way, rotowire.com slash pod, check them out for yourself. Uh, you get a free trial. No, act, no credit cards required, but, I, I'm going to pump James up, James up all the time because his prospect rankings are the bomb. And you, um, uh, you have to because you, you work there. I'm going to pump James. I don't work there. James is awesome. James is a great dude, but his his prospect stuff is as good as it gets. He's yeah. he's awesome. So anybody that is into prospect of dynasty league should go read all of James's stuff. He's he's yeah. Great. But anyhow, his new rankings littered littered with Orioles in the top 100. Just lots of them, lots do, of them. Do his top, rankings the top 50. Let, do his rankings tell me if Gunnar Henderson's going to get a hit this season or not? <laughs> No, they, they do not tell me that, uh, but I, I have a similar exposure to him than you, as you, maybe not in the main, but in a lot of other places. So again, one, one series, point. I'm not, I'm not really worried, but yeah, it was uh, for all the, every but, time they, this kept scoring runs, I'm like, oh, I wonder if, what Henderson did. I look up, I'm like, oh, another offer. I'm like, oh, fantastic. Oh, yeah, no, it sucks when it happens in Fenway like that. You're like, ah, yeah, but 
the wheel will ch- turn around for him at some point. Question in the chat time. about dropping somebody. Uh, would you drop Dela Cruz, James Altman, or Bellinger for Cle- Mike Clevenger? Uh, Clevenger looked really good this weekend. I would drop Brian Dela Cruz of those just because I don't think the playing time will be as consistent as others. He's the only one players. I dropped there, too, by yes, the way. I agreed. would not drop Altman or Bellinger for him. Not, a, not even there. close. Clevenger looked really good today. I think he had he did. eight strikeouts against uh, whoever. He was pitching against someone good, too, right? I forget who it was, but uh, against the Astros. Yeah. Yep. Yep, that was a, a good split by the uh, White Sox. By a, the way. That was a good series. That was actually a fun series. Uh, fun series to mm-hmm. watch. I watched. Uh, I, I think they were the they were one of the primetime games. They must have been on Friday when there were no games around. But uh, those were those were really fun games. Those two Thursday teams, was uh, also like a standalone right, it was, game. It was a late game too. So yeah, they, they were on my TV a lot. I had two good teams anyway. I'd probably watch it anyway, but they they both look really good. Yep. Um, let's see. Other good. Uh, Toronto looks good this week. They have uh, four against Kansas City, three against Anaheim. Uh, Washington, we mentioned their cores this weekend. They get three at Tampa Bay on the front end. That's going to be really tough, but you want them on the back end. Uh, and the Cubs look pretty good this week. Three against uh, three against your Reds, then three against Texas. Um, should be an interesting, uh, good week for the Cubs offense too. We should have some should have some good uh, some good series of offense. We've got uh, we got a lot of four and five pitchers pitching a lot this week. We have a lot of runs these first couple of days. Yeah, uh, exactly. Um, and uh, hey, you know, I, I I can't wait till we get past like these weird days off, like Friday days off. I just Feels, Monday, feels so Mondays wrong. and Thursdays, I'm used to it. I accept it. But yeah, we, the, the weird like days off, the Friday was just, it was so strange. But five games on a front, just I so know. wrong. Yeah. Especially like wrong. Tampa Bay, Detroit. There is no good reason they couldn't have played a four game series. None. I do not there accept are, any. There are, yeah. There are a bunch of them that were that way. It's just a literally, a, like you said, a scheduling thing where I'm sure the games uh, just didn't line but up. That's not any. interleague. It's not weather. There's no I, like, oh, it's, it's going to get dome roof collapsed out. No. I'm pretty sure no. Manfred probably blamed it, blamed analytics for it myself. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, that's that's another ridiculous. Was that thing the, the most insane quote of the weekend? I was like, "What are you? Just stop talking." Yeah, yeah, stop being like the little puppet, you know, inside the uh, the the owner's hand there. Does he not realize the Astros are like one of the most analytical teams in baseball? Like, what, they just won the World Series. Like, what are we? What have we been doing? It's so bad. It's, it's so especially bad. the analytics. I mean, as if right. everything yeah. is one. Yeah, just it's, stop. One owner told me this. Go, uh, all right, Rob, go on with yourself. Um, some news and notes real quick before we get a couple players I want to talk about here at the end. We mentioned Robbie Ray. Uh, not a good one. He pitched poorly. He had the grain wood, grade one flexor strain shut down for two weeks. To me, that probably means he's out six weeks, if I had to guess, because by the time he gets shut down, the ramps back up, and makes a couple rehab starts, you're probably looking at the middle of May, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. It's a bad one. It's a it really is. bad one there. It is. He was a he was a, you know fourth fifth a, round pick. That's a that's a tough one. It's yeah between the injuries and the blowups. It's a it's a nice little reminder that you know we think we're covered. We think we're fine. Hey, I've got nine starters. I've got plenty. I'll be fine. Yeah. You're not fine. You're <laughs> always got to be on watch. Yeah, you might not even get past the first week. Like it was it was that bad. Um, yeah, someone in the chat mentioned that uh, Prelander Baroa is coming for the Mariners. Uh, he's still in uh, still in Double A and still uh, still walked seventeen percent of guys last year. So I'm not uh, I'm not going to jump too much uh, too much for that one yet. Um, Max Muncy coming. Who is pitching for? Is it uh, Flexen? Right, it's Chris Flexen. Yeah. Who's who's Home not starts, good? Maybe. Yeah, not good, but okay. I I picked him up at one league just to, you know maybe uh, stream starts here and there. He was actually he's been pretty decent ratio wise, but it's always a uh, Always a fine line because he has he has no strikeouts, so he better not get blown up. He's not going to give you anything if he gets hit. Yeah, I, I'd stream him at home and really bad opponents like That's at the fine. Cubs doesn't rise to that level for me. 
probably not. I don't think I'm throwing him at that at that spot either. Um, yeah, home start this week against the Angels. I think I could fake it. It's kind of right on the line. I just wish he. I hope he faces the A's a lot in the first uh, first four to six weeks here. Uh, Max Muncy has a bit of a groin issue, not expected to be an IL situation, but obviously that's one, one to watch there. As we always say, you know, make sure you look at, uh, look at Monday, uh, Monday lineups to see what's going on. Jeff, I think everybody in the ba- in baseball plays tomorrow. Hallelujah. I think we got 15 games tomorrow and 15 We're going to have games. day games then, right? Which uh, also means lineup uh, scrambling, set your lineups early. I love everybody playing. I don't love a bunch of day games. There are, one, there are two day games tomorrow. The Mets and Brewers play at 11 10 Pacific time, and the Giants and the White Sox play at 12 10 Pacific time. Okay, so nothing during the show, at least for me, selfishly. Yeah, nothing so. super, nothing super early, but uh, definitely some games that uh, you got to make sure that uh, you I love day games. Up. I don't love Monday day games, and don't even get me started on uh, the Boston Marathon Day. Oh, that is <laughs> yeah. just, that is just misery. And Fourth of July, by the way, in Washington. Uh, they oh, also it, play it like early now. You're right. Yeah. Early, like so they have to like get in the game before all the festivities start in, in DC, yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, Brandon Lau sat Sunday with a toe contusion. Sounds like he's fine, but that's one that uh, again, make sure that he's playing tomorrow. Uh, you mentioned Madison Bumgarner. We mentioned Anthony Rendon. You mentioned Lars Newbar too. He uh, sat Saturday and Sunday. He jammed his thumb uh, on a slide on opening day, so that's one that you know he missed. Uh, he sat Friday because they had the off day. Then he they didn't play Saturday Sunday. That's one that's that's, that's three days right there. So he's definitely one you definitely want to uh, check. Uh, in San Francisco, Joey Bart uh, went the 10-day aisle before he even had net bat. You got a back strain. He's supposed to play on Saturday. Um, that has the back strain. He's put in the aisle. Uh, I had to drop him in two leagues. I had him in two main events. I kind of liked him as I a second it. catcher, but it was a, it was a pretty easy uh, pretty easy drop. I'm not going to keep uh, I'm not going to keep Joey Bart on my bench as, uh, as an aisle. Especially when Gary Sanchez is coming. What uh, what do you what you think of that? It seemed like an odd signing to me. I think it's an indication they they think that Bart might be out for a while. For one. Yeah. And two, that they may, they're they not completely 100% sold on Joey Bart. Three, they saw him during the World Baseball Classic. So, you know, they... I was uh, I was a little surprised. Gary Sanchez is only four years older than, than uh, Joey Bart is. Yeah. Uh, it's I was shocked that he was still... You know, when I saw him play in the World Baseball Classic, I'm like, you know, yeah, he is unsigned, isn't he? Yeah. And wa- Funny, you know, he's, he's not that washed, is he? Uh, he's pretty washed. But yeah, I mean, he can still hit. He just can't... He just he swings and misses a lot. But my, my first thought was like, Joey Bart swings and misses a lot, but has some pop. Gary Sanchez, same thing. Like, why are you signing a guy who's eight years older? But I realized that it's only four years older. I just, I kind of thought it was like 32 and 24. And it's 30 and 26 when I looked at it. So uh, maybe it makes a little bit of sense. I think Joey Bart's probably way better defensively. Gary Sanchez is not, he got a little better, but not a good defensive catcher. Um, but I don't know. Who so, did you pick up to replace Bart with, by the way? I picked up Nick Fortes in one league. Um, who, you know, kind of decent. Okay. He had a good weekend. And then I picked up Omar Narvaez the other week. It's uh, it's not looking great at my catcher position. No, it never is. It never is when you have to make a pickup like that. Matt lay with my joke. That was the thing is like, well, the Joey Bart you want to be is like essentially Gary Sanchez four years younger. So I don't, they, it's a weird, I thought it was a little bit weird, but, uh, yeah, they want him to be Buster Posey and he's going to turn out to be Gary Sanchez. That's uh, not, not ideal right there. Um, a few, a few notes on pitchers who are making their way back. Um, Carlos Rodon making progress. His next session, he might have hitters in the box, Jeff. They're not going to be actually swinging, but they're going to be standing there is what the report said. So it's uh, a little bit of progress there, but it is good to see that he's pitching, kind of progressing there. Uh, Tony Gonsolin is set to face hitters on Wednesday. They actually will be swinging. They're doing kind of a, a simulated game there. And then Kyle Wright with the Braves actually making a full rehab start on Wednesday. So it sounds like he's probably, uh, we're probably, uh, you know, a couple weeks away from him. We'll probably make two rehab starts, I would imagine. Yeah. 
it's awfully nice. The uh, Yankees recruited Miguel Vargas to stand in there uh, for against Carlos Rodon. But... He is excellent. That he even walks when he stands in there, which is fairly yeah. amazing. Uh, really amazing. A few players I wanted to ask you about before we jump out of here. Uh, two guys on the list we already we already mentioned: Kodai Senga and uh, Jeffrey Springs. Third guy was actually just someone asked about in the chat. Uh, Noah Syndergaard was uh, was good today against the against the uh, Diamondbacks. Uh, yeah. Six innings, four hits, one earned run, no walks, six strikeouts. Uh, it was funny. I, I was joking on my wife. I'm like, oh, so when Syndergaard took them out, I'm like, oh, look, the Dodgers are going to fix him. Watch this. First six pitches, he had two strikeouts, and he went. He almost threw an immaculate inning in the first. But um, hmm. so the pitched pretty well. Uh, are you buying in on Syndergaard at all with the Dodgers fixing him, or is this a uh, he faced Arizona? I'm not uh, not too excited quite yet. Very last league, I got Syndergaard, um, right. and um, as a main. Um, so yeah, I assume uh, you, I assume you threw him today. Yeah, we did throw him today. Nice. Um, I'll probably, you know, I, he's not a use every start, but he was like in the 24th round. Like, how could you not take a chance on him there? A Dodger starter with some pedigree after you see what they did to Tyler Anderson, who, by the way, pitched well today. Uh, like, kind of. He pitched against a, a double A team. So who knows if he true. pitched well? Fair, fair point. Um, I'm not fully trusting Thor. Okay. But at the same time, you could do worse. I You you could get hounded. Uh, you could You Oof. could get. I mean, I'm I'm going to be feeling that one forever. But you know, I I think I think it's so important this year already to really pay like d- dive into the matchups a little bit more. Uh, and I don't want to overreact, but right now, why would you want to face Toronto or St. Louis? Why would you want to face the Yankees? I mean, and on the flip side, there's a lot of really bad offense. Yes, like you can. Yes. There's it's going to be a spot where you're going to be wanting you know kind of mediocre pitcher against the A's, Nationals, Tigers against a really good pitcher against whoever you want to go Yankees, Blue Jays, Dodgers. Like there's a lot of really bad teams to target. I'm looking at Thor's velocity today. It looked like he was uh, 93 and a half was kind of the it was kind of the high point. He had one pitch at 94, two pitches at 94. Um, so it looks like the velocity was more last year than it was uh, old sure. school Thor. So, but it's not all velocity either. No, it's though. not. Um, the, it's uh, but he, the strikeouts weren't there last year. He threw 134 innings last year, which I always kind of forget how much he threw. He had 17 strikeout rate last year. It was really, really, uh, really, really low in that regard. Swinging strike rate was 9.1. Uh, I'm holding off uh, judgment for a few more starts, but yeah, if, I mean, if you have them, I think you throw them for home starts, and you know that Dodgers are, are really good at uh, doing what they do. Yeah, I mean, Gonsolin doesn't throw hard, doesn't no. get strikeouts, and they seem to got a lot of mileage out of him. I don't think he's going to be that good by any stretch, but. It seems like the type of pitcher that the Dodgers can work with, and yeah, I'll take I'll take chances on him. Uh, I'll probably start him this week in his return start at Arizona. Uh, you know, yeah, but it's maybe due to lack of alternatives. I won't be thrilled about it, but I'll still start him. I'd feel I'd feel pretty good about that one. I mean, it's like you mentioned, Arizona's not uh, not a bad place to pitch anymore, and uh, yeah. you know. One good start. I think he he looked really good today. I think you throw him uh, throw him back again. I, I would definitely throw that one if I had him. Jeff, are you buying in at all at the in the Yohan Mankata re- Renaissance out here? The uh, he he may be back. Eight for eighteen this weekend. Two home runs and three doubles. He had five extra base hits through four games. Um, you know we've talked about him a lot in the past. He had the twenty nineteen juice ball year that was really good. Then got COVID. Got long COVID. He was never really healthy for a while. Was bad last year. Um, I, I take a little bit of uh, optimism for this weekend. Obviously, it's one weekend. Who knows? But uh, I thought he looked pretty good this weekend. Uh, he did. He had a good weekend against a tough. Tough yeah. pitching staff. No, he had a home run that just went foul too. Like he almost had a third home run. It was just like over the pole, just foul. But uh, I don't know. He looked. Uh, he looked a little bit, a uh, little bit rejuvenated to me. Obviously, I'm holding out hope. It's been one weekend, but uh, for sure, I thought he looked really good. I, I agree. I agree. Uh, I think he looked pretty good. Um, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to look up the box score of today's game just to see like 
who he did all of his damage. But you know, they faced Garcia, they faced uh they, they faced um Urquidy, who did not have a great start. Uh, that that one kind of hurt a little bit there. They faced Christian Javier, he faced Framber Valdez. I mean, they yeah. faced uh, all, all four all four of the guys, you know, side obviously Hunter Brown who pitches tomorrow. Yeah, and I gotta say the White Sox pitching showed up too. Yep. Uh, I think that that I think the White Sox are gonna be pretty decent this year. I, I've had this feeling all along. Uh, they could be frustrating. I mean, I don't think Ronaldo Lopez looked all that great this weekend, even though he finished two games, one with throwing, the save. Throwing hard, but did not look great. No. Um, really labored today. I I, I, I did cut Graven in one league because I kind of had to have a cut, but I don't know. That might be premature. Uh, speak, speaking of which, is a good point. Did you think about uh, Liam Hendricks at all in leagues? I, I did. Uh, I, I, added did him in, I added him in yogurt. It was like my fourth... Uh, fourth guy in my waterfall, but I added him there. I mean, they didn't put him on the 60-day IL. He's throwing. It sounds like late May is like a real possibility here. It is. It is. Obviously, uh, a n- 9 million stuff of unknown and we don't know, but I mean, it certainly sounds like they're pretty optimistic he's not. He's going to pitch uh, at some point in the middle of the year. Yeah. And in, in my online, I got Will Smith. Had I not got Will Smith, I would have gotten Hendricks. Uh, and I would have won at like 57 to 54. Uh, so it would have been a very close win. Uh, I think that's man. There's, I think maybe there's one other place where I think he was available, but, uh, you know, keep an eye out, you know, the, the yeah. mains, he was pretty much rostered still, I think, but, uh, other places he was available. Uh, we didn't talk about Presley, uh, Ryan Presley yet. And I know they yeah. said he's just sick. I, there, there's just a small part of me. That's a little skeptical still because uh, I mean, I, I, didn't see it myself, but I saw reports that he was shaking his arm on Thursday in his outing. Yep. Uh, did not pitch Friday, did not pitch Saturday. Said Dusty said after the fact on Saturday was not available, but I'm a little worried. Um, just enough that I, I, I'm concerned. Um, you know, Montero pitched Friday, uh, Thursday and Friday. Didn't pitch great, but got a save, and he's obviously got a track record. Norris got a very bumpy save on Saturday. Yep. I thought it was noteworthy. It was it was uh, Seth Martinez that was warming up when Norris was struggling on Saturday. So, um, just you know, Ryan Presley is one of the safe guys, one of the, the our rocks. Yep. If he if he's a little on shaky ground, eh, just it just makes it even more hellish than we already thought. It's funny you mentioned the White Sox pitch. Did you see Lance Lim drop the f bomb on Jeremy Pena after he struck him out on on Saturday? I did not. That's funny. <laughs> Struck me out. He gave like a big like Ric Flair yell, and all of a sudden he just dropped an F bomb on Pena. I was like, this guy's crazy. Like he's really he's really fired up out there. Yeah, he was. Someone's asking in the chat, Jeff, do you have any issue with uh, with Jeffrey Spings getting pulled with the no hitter today? I did not. His first start of the year, that's no. not did not bug me at all. It was eighty one pitches. Um, I just uh, I, I think the first start of the year, Springs is not uh, not someone you're expecting to go one hundred twenty pitches. I think that uh, I don't. I had no issue with that decision. I middle of the year, I tend to have some issues with those decisions. I did not have it in the first start. Yeah, it's April 2nd. No, yeah. no problem with it there. Um, let's see. We already mentioned Adam Duvall, uh, Anthony Volpe, uh, you know, three uh, three games, Jeff, three stolen bases. It looks like uh, maybe you talked about Jeffrey Springs with the helium. It looks like the Volpe helium might be interesting too. It sounds like uh, Aaron Boone's starting to, to talk and think about leading him off a little bit. Already. Well, yeah. it's, it's a, so we're drafting Yahoo Friends and Family tomorrow. Um, yeah. I, I've been shut out on Volpe so far, and I think you have too. Uh, any interest in pushing that ADP up a little bit? Yeah, and a league like that, that's obviously we want to win, but it's a little a little more fun, not as much at stake as some of these other leagues. Uh, yeah, I'd like to get him there. I think that'd be a, be a fun guy to fun guy to roster there. Yeah, I don't. Even, yeah, we don't find out our draft order till like right before, right? Oh, are you talking about taking him in the first round? 
Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Definitely. I think you should be thinking about that. If you, especially if you're right before me, you should think is about that, that. Uh, is that 14 teams? I don't I think know. it is. It was, I think it was last year. I don't, it was, I don't know. In the past it's 14 or even 16, I think. Oh, there was a 16 in there. That's right. Um, What's he go? What's he go for? What's he go there tomorrow? Like the third round, fourth round? Everybody has three bags, right? Um, wait, wait, are, do we retroactive stats or no? Do you know? You have questions. I, do I have not questions. Have you, I come to you for answers. Um, I would say he goes around 65 to 70, but with the possibility of the, you know, it depends on it's, it, you know, in a long snake like draft like that, someone could jump it just to want to get them there. It could be a total FOMO pick at like 54, 48, something like that. Right. I don't know. There's uh there's 15 teams that were in last year. So yeah, I think you're right. I think it's about a, I think it'd be a four or five turn kind of guy. Yep. That's all I have. We I was gonna I was talking about Adam Duvall too. But we already talked about him. We talked about uh, the Cardinals and their long lineup. It was uh that was a pretty fun weekend of baseball, Jeff. I was uh, it was really good to have it back. And I tell you what, I, I I'm very thankful for fantasy baseball because as a as an A's fan, this would be a tough year. But uh, I'm really excited for the season. There's so many young players I like watching, and I forget who it was. Someone not not in the chat or not in the not in fantasy was asking me, "What do you do when the A's are bad? Do you just not watch games?" I'm like, "There's so many." fun good young players there's teams i'll root for there's players i'll root for my fantasy players um uh-huh. even someone who is on a team that's gonna lose 105 games it's uh it's looking like a really fun season yeah uh yeah and get to see the good players coming to town and yeah i mean that's the thing i i, I fire up the grid channel every day and i yeah, just kind of like sure. hover around find matchups i like pitchers i want to see or oh volpe is up let's get the volume on that one there yep. you know, Jordan yeah walker's up get jordan the volume Wyatt. on that jordan Ooh, walker's anyway yeah it's uh, there's a most teams have something I can flip over, and I even when, that's the thing with your Reds. Like I'm like, oh, Hunter Green's pitching, Nick Lodolo's pitching. I I turned into those. I Lodolo, I thought uh, thought looked pretty good. He had a few hiccups there, but uh, he's a fun guy to watch too. Yeah, he got out of that first. That first inning was choppy, very choppy, like 35 pitches. And you know, usually you get a big inning like that, yeah, not heavy inning like that. You're usually kind of toast. Hunter Green was that way on opening day, but man, they let him through 109. Uh, he, he got his yeah. win. Um. I don't know. That seems a little excessive to me. I'm a little, I hope there, hopefully there's not any long effects of that, but uh, you never know. I mean, I do like watching Lodolo pitch. I'm trying to see when the Reds look at the red schedule real quick. He doesn't get yeah. an extra day of rest, but no, I wouldn't be surprised if they put like, they push him back a day or until uh, the Saturday. Cause they're off, they're off on Friday because uh, it's Philly's opening day on Thursday. So I right. can see them like moving it around a little bit. Yeah, they, they obviously only announced the first half of the week for the for the, the Cubs series. But yeah, I could see I could see it's a problem. Some of the chats is a Mariners fan. I love when the A's stink. Why why would there's no there's no Mariners A's hate? The A's haven't been good in plan enough. You can't hate the A's. You can hate the Astros and the Angels. You can't hate the A's. They're too they're they're too bad to hate. Dude, you were a hegemonic for you a decade. No, I don't know. I was just being silly. Um Yeah, yeah. just because uh, the, Mar- the Mariners hate. went the Mariners went twenty years between the making the playoffs. I mean you gotta you gotta take it out on me. Oh, salty. I like salty Scott. I like, I actually like the, the Mariners are really fun to watch right now too. They got a, they got a fun team. It's uh, they're going to be fun. I'd love to see them put some heat on the Astros, but it's going to be I don't know, the Astros are still in the class of that division. They are. And by the way, anybody that drafted Jordan Alvarez is probably feeling pretty, pretty good about it, even though he got the day off today, but. And we're yeah, going to, we're going to gonna see some days off for sure. But uh, man, that dude can just flat out hit. I just, uh, there's, there's, there's some guys in the conversation, but he's in the conversation of best pure hitters in baseball. He is. He is. And he went as late as 36 in one main event. So that's wild. I and took it him went as early as first in one. Uh, the first, that first one was like, that was, it was Jordan one, Spencer Strider two in that league. Like, 
Yeah. Imagine Didn't if you're sitting- like the whole grid for that draft, but that's that's uh that's some rogue drafting right there. If, uh, you know, I had the rogue drafter in my league. That's right. I know you, you know. did. He, he's he's still around and still still kicking. So uh, I can't say that yet. We'll have to see how he finishes this year. But he had some he had some, he had some he was setting some mins out there as always. Exactly. Well, thank you everybody for listening. I uh, really, really do appreciate that. Always, uh, always fun to talk baseball. Really, even more fun now that we actually have games to talk about, and players yep. to talk about, and stats to talk about. Again, so you can please, please rate and review the podcast. We do appreciate that. Other than that, uh, we don't know who's going to be at actually next Sunday. It's uh, it's Eastern next week. We'll figure out. Uh, it might be Jeff and a guest. It might be one of us. Uh, might be both of us, but we'll we'll see how schedules work out. But we'll be back at you next Sunday with a podcast for sure. Hope everybody has a really good week. Uh, hopefully, your team start moving up those standings. So everybody has a a really good week. And take care. We'll be back at you next week. Thanks, everyone. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.